Welcome to the True Masculine Project. My name is Eric. I'm your host and fellow student on the path of masculinity. On this show, we will discuss personal development and masculine principles so we can be the best men that we can be. If you are new to the show, welcome, and you may want to head on over to the intro episode. Uh, describes the format and a little bit more about what we want to cover here. And for the rest of us, on to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Uh, another foundational episode here. Um, if you skipped around a little bit, uh, this is like a conversation between me and you. And I may tend to go off topic a little bit. Um, I do have my notes, so you may hear me flipping back and forth. But in today's episode, what I wanted to talk about was a bit of defining terms. Um, Basically, what do I mean when I say masculine? And then a bit of how we got here. How did the state of masculinity get to uh, what it is and why you see men behaving in a certain way um, in the world? So to understand... What I mean uh, when I say masculine, we need to define terms so that we share the same language. Like, do I mean any activity that um, a male takes part in? Um, No, spoiler alert. Um, So defining terms is going to be important here. Um, So everyone needs to understand that all people have masculine and feminine traits. Uh, None of that is bad, by the way. If you are a male and you happen to have a lot of feminine traits, uh, that is fine, um, and vice versa, right, on the on the other side here. There's no shame or wrongness in ratio. Just everybody possesses both of these um, energies, ways of being in the world uh, within them, right? So you don't need to overcompensate or anything like that. Um, and I'm frankly probably more feminine uh, than a lot of dudes that you'll run into Uh, I enjoy good conversation and my friends would say I talk a lot, (laughs) but, uh, so we're just, um, but notice how this is all people have male and female or masculine and feminine traits. This is not a man or woman specific thing. I feel like I'm going to have to repeat that a few times in this episode, uh, because people get a little upset, right? They think that if you say something is feminine, it means that it is weak. Or if you say something is masculine, and that means it is strong, and nothing could be further from the truth, right? The they're designed to do different things, and they each have strengths and weaknesses based on the situation and what you are actually trying to do here, right? But uh, when we talk about masculine traits, these are going to be things that are more about doing, uh, and feminine traits are going to be more about being, right? So on the masculine sl- side, you're looking at Mission focus, wants to get to the point, boundary setting, very linear thought processes. Um, If you're in the store and you're more of a masculine sort of person, you'll go get the item. You won't think about it, getting items for anybody else. Someone said they wanted soap. Here's the first first soap I came to, going to grab the soap and then leave, right? Um, Leadership direction, wants to provide and protect Uh, very outward focused, right? These are all masculine traits. On the feminine side, you have more relationship focused. The sharing is the point. Uh, When you speak to someone, you don't just talk because you're trying to 
work out an issue uh you just want to share a little bit about your day and both males and females do this right so there's no problem here um that's a that's a feminine trait right very free-flowing holistic thinking uh, when you go to the grocery store you might stop and wander around the aisles oh i know someone needs this and someone needs that and you spend the time and you actually think about it right it's not very i need to go in and get this and get out less objective focus right more receptive internal um, the opposite of the masculine, right? External and uh, more nurturing, supportive, inward focused. Now, once again, this is not just men and women that I'm talking about here. All people have these traits um, in varying quantities. Now, I would say that 80% of men would like to be or feel more comfortable in the, the masculine role, right? That polarity in a relationship or just interacting with people in the workplace will be a little different. Uh, most places, depending on the job, you're going to be more on the masculine side of traits because it just tends to be what most work looks like. Um, now, this isn't to say that men and women are the same because we are not, um, even from when we are born, um, if you ignore the obvious physical characteristics, um, we are the hormones make different changes while even while we're in utero, right? And you don't have to take my word for it. There are two very important books that I think should be mandatory reading for everybody. So we can sort of understand um, how we communicate and how we are different. So we can stop talking past each other um, as a species. Maybe fix some of these communication issues that we have um, that you see today. So the two books are by Dr. Luann Brizendine a neuropsychiatrist who is a researcher, clinician, and professor at the University of California, San Francisco. And she wrote The Male Brain and The Female Brain. Now, these are fascinating books, and they talk about what the different hormones do uh, to babies and just sort of what the development process looks like and how we differ um, just from the start, right? Now, I'm not saying, once again, that one is better than the other, or you should try to be one way or another, just that they are and we are different. And an understanding of that gives you a base to work upon that is going to make relating uh, with the opposite sex and frankly with the same sex a bit easier for you than if you thought we all communicated, spoke, or even cared and felt the same way about the same things, right? Uh, so what we have now that we know, um, what I mean by masculine and feminine, um, let's talk about why I think this breakdown exists in the first place and why you have, um, frankly, a generation of men who aren't really comfortable, um, being masculine, don't know what that is, especially in a modern context and the damage that causes one to them. But two, in society in general, because I don't think relationships work or, hell, not even sure if society works, frankly. If men are not um, behaving correctly, acting properly, right, really rooted in what it means to be a man at a fundamental level, right? And not talking about some caveman sort of beat each other over the head with clubs. This is more about a way of being, of understanding, of relating to the world uh, that is more orderly than what you see um, today. So 
um, how we got here, right? So as everybody knows, um, it's a recent phenomena that women are able to essentially go out and do whatever they want, make their own money, buy their own things, etc. in the world, right? Brought to you by feminism. And I would say that's a net positive. Uh, being chained or property to a man because your father sold him to you or because you can't work or they won't let you go to school is frankly ridiculous. Um, and it is an obvious positive that women are able to go and live the lives that they want to lead. You know, a sort of uh, revolution of what it's like um, in a woman's life. I don't think that men or the, the masculine principle in general um, has really caught up to that, um, frankly, because your fathers didn't have to deal with that or most likely your father's father, which is where, um, unless you've been doing some sort of research into why um, you feel the way that you do or why some of your results have been the way that they are, um, you're just emulating what he did, right? And he didn't have to be as strong of a man or as knowledgeable of a man because, frankly, um, women couldn't do anything, right? You don't need to be a good man, a provider, um, a setter of boundaries. Not even that, just a good partner to talk to, right? Like the things that are required of you to sustain a relationship or even show up in a, a, a positive position, like, say, in the workplace, um, you didn't have to, they didn't have to do any of that in the house because where was she going to go? Like she couldn't work, couldn't buy your own things. Um, it was frankly, uh, ridiculous. So the, the old model that a lot of us have been emulating, um, does not work, right? So you end up with a few different problems. Uh, problem number one is that men in an attempt to be nice guys to, and that's in quotation marks, right? Cause nothing about the nice guy. If anyone has ever met a nice guy, uh, you know what I'm talking about here, is nice, right? They hide what they actually want um, in an attempt to sort of beguile or lure pe women or uh, maybe even other men into sort of doing what they want. They have these covert contracts, right? That's actually a term um, that I got from the book No More Mr. Nice Guy where uh, it's like, hey, if I do something for you, if I'm really nice here, then suddenly you owe me, right? They keep basically score a ledger of the things they do for people. And this is an attempt to not be the quote unquote jerk asshole that they've seen uh, maybe in their own lives, right? But it, it goes too far. You're not actually being nice. You're being untruthful and authentic, right? Because um, generally when people see something that they don't like, they go in the complete opposite direction um, instead of stopping somewhere in the middle which is generally where the proper behavior lies and some of these issues are actually um, sort of continued by women being overly uh, in their masculine traits a lot right so now you're going out and you are working and work is a very uh, generally most people's work is a generally ABC very linear processed in the the masculine sort of realm right objective based um, on a day-to-day -day basis and without the the trust or the feeling that someone else is going to take care of something then they just end up taking care of things on their own um, and a lot of dudes who do not know how or feel like it's rude to take the lead even when planning let's just say a location for a date or a time or giving someone a range and this is not to say that men need to go back to making all the decisions, right? It is a partnership, 
Um, however, you need to offer up some options. There is nothing good about just saying, I don't know, what do you want to do? That's not being nice. Um, you're just putting all the pressure back on uh, to her, right? So what they end up doing is they try to play both roles from themselves. And one, that's not going to work um, in a relationship, right? People want to feel needed, like you want them around. Um, if you don't trust someone to be there, then they're just going to find someone who um, is going to allow them, uh, you know, to be in an actual relationship where the person cares. And this is not to say that they're looking for somebody weak. This is to say that they're looking for someone, especially in a relationship that you want to last for a while, um, that there's some back and forth, right? That you make some decisions sometimes and she makes some decisions sometimes. You do things together and there's not some crazy beratement um, if you do some minor thing incorrectly uh, that she can relax around you um, and really start to to dance and do well dance is a metaphorical term right I don't mean dance in the physical sense I mean dance is sort of become more comfortable um, because the the feminine when it's being feminine is a, is a beautiful sight right it's something that dudes just cannot reach generally um, I like to make the analogy that men or the masculine um, ends up being more like the canvas and the f women or the feminine, right? And this could flip back in some some uh, scenarios where the, the woman is more masculine and the, and the dude is more feminine. But you're going to need that polarity there to make a relationship work. Um, in any case, is more like the painter. She does all of these things inside of the boundaries um, that have been set. Uh, okay. And, you know, due to, and this is, you also have this issue where guys do not know what a proper masculine or even a masculine role model even looks like so women don't have to stay in shitty relationships anymore this is also um, a net positive also you know i can't imagine you hear stories now about people staying in abusive relationships and it had to have been much worse when you could not leave and go out and do your own thing right so um there's a growing number of single family Households, the um, 2016 census data, children with single mothers is at 23%, uh, percent, right? And without a masculine figure, people tend to lean towards um, what they see in TV, uh, which frankly isn't good either. What does the dad look like um, in the majority of television shows that you see? An incompetent fool, right? The classic Homer Simpson or Peter Griffin type. Or they go once again back in the opposite direction, the overly macho stereotype. This is your fight club, which, by the way, is not meant to be a model for masculinity, even though I, and I know a ton of other dudes, who when you watch this, you're like, well, I want to be Tyler Durden. It's like, no one should want to be Tyler Durden, right? Like, look at that guy's life. It's a wreck. And then it goes to wreck a bunch of other things because that's all he can do. Um, not an actual masculine role model or the rom-com model uh, where people just sort of become way too attached way too fast and they do these overly ridiculous uh, gift-giving at the start of relationships like Ted from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, love the show, but Ted in real life, yikes. So um, you also have issues where um, boys used to go out and see what their father did and you used to work side by side with them, with other men. Um, or you had the rituals that they used to go to 
with coming of age um, that sort of signified the difference between a boy turning into a man to give you some stability or taught the the lessons or the way of being you needed to be, um, how you needed to be in the world. Uh, this is also taught, um, spoken about in depth and detail in a book called Iron John by Robert Bly. Uh, I've read this. Um, get the Audible. It's actually really good if you can do audiobooks. Um, I've gone through this a few different times, and I pick up something new every time in terms of, uh, you know, what it used to be like and why you may feel the way that you do or why some of your behaviors look the way that they look. Um, very important, right? Now, the, the ritual initiation um, into manhood by other men has just been missing in most people's lives. Uh, generally, the only initiation that we have um, in our society, sadly, is just going off to war, um, and then we don't really treat our veterans the way that we should uh, when they come back, right? So they end up with all of, uh, you know, you have PTSD and all the other issues that go with that. Um, you know, I don't want to get sidetracked off into the stats about how many homeless happen to be uh, former veterans, but you could pull that stuff up if you want, or how many commit suicide, right? So we do not uh, take proper care of them after they get back, but... That tends to be the only ritual you have uh, for people who are looking for a proper masculine uh, model. So you have you have less men in the home and, and women try, but because they do not know what it's like to be a man, um, this is why I think it's important to understand that we are different. Not that one is better or worse, but that we are different. Um, and we have strengths and weaknesses that we, co- we complement and cover for each other. Um, you know, I was mostly raised, uh, you know, my formative years by my mom by herself before I went to live with my dad. And uh, she tried really hard, right? She was, uh, I mean, a lover to death, wonderful mother. But a woman cannot teach a boy how to be a man because she is not a man. Uh, and I can't believe that that is a controversial statement, but there it is, right? A woman is not a man. And this has nothing to do with transgender. Feel free to do whatever you want, right? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when a boy is coming up and he's a proper masculine influence in order to absorb the traits that are necessary to function in male groups and, frankly, with, with women later on in life. And without it, you end up with these angry guys, right, because they don't have some true model for masculinity, Uh based on some of the factors that I talked about earlier, and they end up in this weird corner of the internet, which is why you have, uh, who knows? I think uh, I think part of the, the red pill sort of movements or the men going their own way, some of these, uh, or, you know, this incel, sort of this weird corner of the internet where people are angry at women for, for certain behaviors, right? All women are that way. Uh, quote-unquote you'll hear people throw things around like this um or a, a want to go back to some sort of uh you know caveman that sort of thing where women were subservient and you know didn't or didn't have the ability to work right now if she doesn't want to work and you guys can make that work that's fine but uh they should have the option to right to go out and pursue a career um not saying if they want to stay home and support a family right that that's wrong because obviously that's good too the 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 name of the game here folks is options and people should be able to live their lives and have the same choices regardless of you know the genitalia they had when they were born um can't believe that 
it's taking us so long to get to that as a as an option but you have this angry corner of the internet because dudes uh, have gone out and they have done what they believe that they should do or what their dad told them right like okay you act this way be nice to people not to say you can't be you shouldn't be nice but you should act like a you do a b and c and at the end of the road you know you'll get the girl in the house and everything will be happily ever after and you'll be well respected um but the the model have shifted from the the lunch pill sort of put your head down uh just work really hard come home crack open a beer and everything will be okay uh you have to you have to do more than that you have to be able to carry on conversations you need to be able to uh you know, really play that 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 lover role for an, an eternity, basically, right? Never stop dating your spouse uh, because when she has options, and this is good, you have to be a better man. Um, there's no just lazing about letting yourself get super out of shape. Terrible, right? Do something with yourself. Not having any hobbies. Um, there are ways of being in the world that the yesterday's man didn't have to do because, frankly, where was she going to go? If you're a terrible dude, uh, she didn't have any options. Women have options now, and that's all great. Um, Now, um, with no true model, like I said, with no true model for masculinity is the masculine. Men are left to figure it out on their own, um, and few will come to an integrated conclusion combining both sides, the masculine and the feminine uh, aspects of themselves in an integrated, comfortable place, uh, which you end up with, um, I sort of briefly touched on it before, is the nice guy he'll hide what he actually wants from you uh no it's okay we don't have to do these things or yeah we can be just friends that's totally fine well that's not what they want uh because they feel like if they express what they actually want then they would be rejected um not understanding that being open and honest with people is how you get what you want in the first place and no one else is uh has agreed to this weird contract that you made uh but yourself where you get the overly aggressive macho guy. Uh, this is the dude who wants to start fights all the times for no reason, right? Uh, the drunk guy in the tap-out shirt fighting at a bar on a UFC night. Um, this is the overly macho uh, sort of stereotype. That's where this comes from, right? Because you feel like, well, I saw Rambo or something in a movie somewhere. Um, and this is what get me respect to make me feel a bit better about themselves. Now... Um, and no one is perfect, right? Sometimes you'll oscillate between one and two, but the idea is to come to a center point of proper grounded. And when I say grounded, I mean sure of your being. Like, who are you? Sure of yourself, what you want to do in your life, um, and have a way of communicating your own opinions, experiences, and willing to express those and being fine with not being liked and being, and being fine if people like you too, right? Either way, you're going to be okay. Uh, so you don't have to be an asshat about it, but you don't have to be o- overly submissive either because people don't like that, right? No one responds well to to needy behavior. Um, so that way dudes can break out of this cycle. Um, now, there are um, men and their feminine too often have issues with being, you know, really passive at work, never really going after what they want. Um, I've already given you a couple of scenarios of dating or interacting with women, but either with other guys, right? You get super sensitive um, because you don't know how to set boundaries or stand up for yourself when you feel hurt. Um, You don't know how to interact with other men because you didn't spend enough time 
in a man's world, right? Um, it's mentioned in Iron John that the boy has to leave the realm of the mother to go live with the father, uh, which is why they used to, to work out in the fields or at least see what your father did. Um, I think a lot of that was basically to see what you know male relationships look like, and we'll probably talk about this on a later episode. Uh, but men tend to have activity partners, not just general friends. And usually when you talk, it's about the activity or some random other thing. Um, this is why <laughs> uh, Sarah laughs, because I'll be like, oh, yeah, I talked to my friend in XYZ, and she'll ask some random thing like, oh, how is his wife? Oh, that never came up. What do you mean that never came up? Well, we don't talk about that. I mean, I'm sure if there's something that he wants to talk about, we would talk about it. But if it's not about the activity that we're doing, it doesn't come up. Men have activity partners. And these sometimes will move on to a general friendship, right? Uh, but not always, and that's okay too. But there, there are ways of being um, and doing that you you miss out on if you don't um, understand what the masculine actually is, and you end up with this bad behavior that causes these ripple effects, right? You hear about this toxic masculinity, um, which is why people don't like being associated with the term masculine in the first place. And it is not masculinity in the slightest. It is just men, or what is I like to term as grown boys, behaving badly. And because they happen to be guys, uh, all of their behaviors get labeled as being toxic masculinity. It's just people behaving badly. Uh, it's got masculinity's got nothing to do with any of that, right? Because a guy did it does not mean it has anything to do with masculinity. Okay, and then you end up having, uh, I guess to get back to my main point, told you that I ramble and get off topic a little bit. We're coming back. Suddenly you have men unwilling to acknowledge the feminine aspects of themselves. Uh, their relationships suffer from poor communication, right? If you don't let anybody in, it's no wonder you don't have any friends. People need to know who you are. This is not saying to just vomit up on people whenever you first go to speak with them, but to understand the proper times and ways to share how you were actually uh, feeling now, some of these guys uh, may do well short term because they have these overly masculine traits, but you won't be able to maintain a relationship that way or anything that lasts longer than, you know, a few nights um, before you have to move on to something else. And I say all of that to say to say this. Right. So this is why you have all of these angry guys or you hear about, um, you know, you have this section of the Internet, which is frankly gaining traction. It is part of the reason why I decided to do this in the first place that wants to go back to a time where women were in some strange subservient position uh, because their father's or grandfather's model only really worked when women did not have the same level of freedom that they have now because you didn't have to be as secure or as good as a man because they didn't have options. I don't think that's the way to go. And uh, hopefully society never gets back to anything that looks like the handmaiden's tale, right? But a lot of dudes would be comfortable with that because you don't have to work on yourself. Um, any of the issues that you have, um, your lack of ability to communicate or anything when you're just in charge and there's nowhere she can go, right? Um, so my opinion on the way forward is an updated uh, version of masculinity, hence the, the project. And there's plenty of books uh, we'll be talking about here. I did drop a couple on this show, so just as a, um, a recap, Iron John by Robert Bly. This talks about how men used to be raised. Um, there's a story about 
the wild man in here that is extremely interesting. But if, um, as a man, if you've noticed any sort of hole in the system where you feel like you were missing something but not exactly sure what, um, Iron John does a excellent job of articulating that. Um, and frankly, if you grew up without a strong masculine figure or if you had one but don't feel like you got the tools that you needed to, to interact well in today's world, um, you'll notice a lot of similarities in some of the stories that he talks about there. And like I said, the, the male and the female brain, this should be required reading for everyone. If you're wondering why your communications aren't working well, maybe it's because you're speaking to uh, someone in a language that they aren't uh, naturally programmed to speak in. And or you aren't understanding what they're saying because you're filtering it through, um, I guess, the standard male communication, which may be a bit different. And I'll probably have Sarah on and we'll talk about. Uh, some of the things that we do in communicating, um, especially with making sure you understand what somebody meant and not just taking it as face value. Uh, because uh, like the reason why I did this podcast here is that words mean things and you need to define uh, those terms because what a word means to you may not be what it means uh, to somebody else. But uh, Dr. Luann uh, Brizendine, the, the author of the female brain and the male brain. So the the integrated male, I guess to end this here, is going to be the way forward, comfortable uh, with both ma masculine and feminine aspects, able to communicate in um, a way both with men at the men and women in the workplace and at home, uh, comfortable with himself and will continue to date and show up and be there for friends and family in a way that can be relied upon, right? Um, this is the type of, this is the way for the type of leadership um, that's going to fix a lot of the issues, I think, that we see. Ah, uh, yeah, and in addition to the couple of books I mentioned earlier, um, if, now, I'm almost a little wary to give this recommendation, because I do think that a lot of the, um, we're going to call it the spirituality woo-woo stuff, um, if you can convert it back into plain English, I think you can get a lot out of it. Is uh, Unfortunately, the overly flowery language can put some people off. Now, um, in later episodes, when we talk about general ways of being, I'll do my best to convert some of this language into plain language, but the way of the superior man by David Data, um, like I said, if you can get around the, some of the language, right, um, there's some good things in there. Um, but we have that and a bunch of other books that I want to talk about. I just figured that um, a good foundational episode, right, masculinity, what do I mean when I say that? What don't I mean when I say that, frankly, is probably more important here. And why or how did we get here, right? The change that we've seen just in society in the past, let's call it 100 years, um, and why I think a lot of men were not equipped to deal with it and the, the pain that it causes when the way that you thought the world was going to be um, is not that way and you don't have a clear roadmap of becoming the type of person that you want to be. And with that, I love you all. See you soon. Take care of each other. Thank you for hanging out with me on the True Masculine Project. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. 
Uh, if you want to interact with the show, you can catch us on Instagram at true, T-R-U-E-M-P underscore podcast. See you next time.